0: welcome back to after office hours a university of minnesota duluth sales club podcast thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode i'm your lead host carly young and the vice president of marketing and outreach for the club i am beyond excited to welcome all of our incredible guests this season as well as all of you with that said let's get into it hello new and returning listeners to after office hours I'm Carly, a senior marketing and graphic design student here at UMD, and your lead host. I'm joined here today with Brianna Stiles, who I'll let introduce herself here.
1: Well, hello, Carly, and hello, all listeners. Uh, My name is Brianna Stiles. I am a senior at UMD, and I am the president of the club for this fall semester. Now, I had the pleasure of meeting many of you during our tabling events and then even our meeting last night, and we are so excited for this year and we were asked so many great questions that we figured why not make an episode of it to kick off the season so if Absolutely. you're just stumbling upon us and wondering what in the world sales club is we won't let you wonder any longer we are a student-run club that aims to connect students to careers and sales skills are necessary in every career which is why we are open to all majors now some of the things that we participate in include sales competitions networking events leadership opportunities, interview prep, community involvement, and so much more. And you'll find out all of those things if you come and join us at our club.
0: Absolutely. And we hope that we all those that you saw yesterday, that you guys keep coming back. So we want you to be involved in all of that and more. So we're excited to learn from you just as much as you are from us, hopefully. <laughs> um, yes, exactly. So we, I'll just start you off with some of our most interesting questions that we got from like our tabling events and last night in general. So obviously the main one, I wanna get involved. How can I do that and where should I look?
1: You know, that's such a great question that I as a freshman and even as a sophomore really struggled with. So the first thing to know is it is not quirky to be part of clubs in college. I know that coming out of high school, it seems like clubs are a quirky thing and something that you might not be interested in, but it is so valuable and it is really how you get the experience that you need without getting real work experience. Uh, Another thing to look at is Bulldog Connect. Now that's a website that we have through UMD and if you haven't heard of it yet feel free to go and check that out. It has all of the student-run clubs on campus and more and most importantly the club that you join does not have to be part of your major. I think
0: Carly can definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah I was gonna say I think that's a major point to drive home. I mean I am not a sales major and that's okay, and in fact, I almost encourage um, students to join something that's not in their major because that's just one more of, of those I'm just use quote unquote resume builders that we talk about so much. Um, it's just getting you that extra discipline. And I mean, at the end of the day, employers really don't care what is on the piece of paper that you graduate with. I mean, they want they want to know about your experience, and so I think that's a really important point to drive home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I definitely agree with that. Now, kind of relating to the major, Carly,
1: how did you know what major to choose? <laughs> oh, um, I didn't.
0: <laughs> so um, I actually thought all my life that I was going into something like medical. So I wanted to be an optometrist since I was really little and then kind of looked into physical therapy. But to be honest, like business kind of just happened to fall into my lap after I was accepted. Um, I never wanted to be like tied down to a desk or, um, just like stuck in one area. And I think that's actually where the light kind of turned on for me that business is like a great opportunity for that because there's so many different areas I can be in post-graduation. Um, so I kind of stumbled upon the marketing and graphic design major here at UMD, um, just by chance. I didn't actually look for that in the school that I picked, um, so it's just a unique major that combines you know the discipline of business with like the fine art of graphic design and um having that as an interest i think really drove me to um choose that major and if i you know if i look back i wouldn't have changed it at all um i mean there's definitely been some things that i like about it and some things i don't but um like i was saying i mean just what's on the piece of paper as Just that it kind of helps you get your first job. And then after that, you can kind of move fluidly throughout things. I mean, especially in business. I mean, how did, how did you come by your majors, Brie? And maybe we should share what they are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm a healthcare management and sales double major. And I chose my majors for a reason. Now I'm kind of an oddball, and I always knew what I wanted to do, and I haven't changed my mind on that. So (laughs) yeah, but very uncommon. A lot of people do not know what they want to do, and that is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I specifically would love to get into medical device sales, and so my two majors were the perfect mix of both the medical and sales world,
0: and that was how I fell on mine. So did you pick UND out specifically for that, or did it kind of just happen that way? You know, UND just fell
1: into my lap. I knew that I wanted to be far away from home, but not too far, (laughs) that it was inconvenient to go home. Mm -hmm. And yeah, since I live in the cities, it's a perfect mix of three-hour drive, and I can go home on the weekends if I really would like to.
0: Yeah. No, that's great. I have kind of the same experience with that. So, I mean, (laughs) I guess a question to follow up on that is like, what happens if you do end up hating your chosen major? I mean, it sounds like, you know, you didn't really hate yours and I don't hate mine as well. But like for a lot of people, that is kind of a harsh reality. And like, how do you handle that?
1: Yeah. So I definitely think it's based on your situation. Uh, If you are in the science school and you want to switch over to the business school, then you'll likely have to make up some time with some of the credits, depending how far you are in school. However, there are always minors available. So if you're not loving your major and you're far in school, it's okay to stick it through the major and get a minor in something that you really care about because you can still get a job in your minor. It doesn't have to be your major. Like you said, it's just a piece of paper at the end of the day.
0: Right. And I mean, like it, I think it's also important to note too, that like, even like within our sales club, we don't have all business majors for our leadership Mm -hmm. and I think that that's like so crazy just that um, a lot of people don't think about that I mean like you really don't have to have any sort of credentials to be a learner I mean and that's what we all are here so um I totally agree and like one thing that I think is I mean obviously it's always okay to change your major um and especially the schools kind of drive that home like (laughs) but in Mm -hmm. my own opinion um sometimes like depending on what your personal situation is um maybe looking at like how much money and time it would cost you is kind of relevant to the situation because I mean like let's just take business for example because obviously that's kind of our niche um if you're in marketing and you're like you know I really don't love marketing I kind of want to get into finance or something just like a little bit different um depending on where you're looking to go it might not be like the most critical to change your mirror especially if like the recruiters that you talk to or the place of interest that you have for working is like you know like we're going to teach you the knowledge that you need to know anyway because like Mm -hmm. they don't expect you to be an expert coming into it so i mean i know some companies like there's a financial planning company here um that hires mostly management students and it just happens to fall that way like that's not what they Are looking for just like (laughs) it's the majority that they hire so um, it's really just like not the most critical in my opinion and I think that also and with that being said you have to do a little bit of your own research in that sense to make the most informed decision Um, so it's kind of just looking at your own situation and then um, choosing the path of best fit.
1: Yeah and if you have a specific situation that you want figured out or need extra help with, I mean, we're more than happy to walk around and figure out what your situation
0: is and see how we can help you best. Yeah, absolutely. Or even just connect you to like counselors that we've found to be like really helpful for us. Cause I mean, not everybody operates the same way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, totally like, agree. I've, I've stuck with my, like, um, just the general Labovitz counselor. Um, and I find that that's just like so much more helpful for me because, you know when you have like professors as your counselor like that's not their full-time job like they might know Mm -hmm. specific classes but um I guess like I've always found a lot more success with sticking with like a general counselor so if you're struggling like with getting help maybe just look into that I mean you're allowed to do that just go in and ask them um if you can meet with like a general counselor and like they're always open to talk to you
1: yeah everyone's different and everyone learns differently and takes advice differently so If you need just a different perspective, go wherever you need to go to get that help. Mm -hmm.
0: So Brie, I got asked this question a lot uh, yesterday, and I feel like it's gonna be a little bit different um, as like for you since you graduate in the fall here, but Mm -hmm. when should you start looking for internships? And then I guess adding on, if you're a senior, how about jobs? Because I mean, that's a little bit of a different story. Yeah, two completely
1: different stories, I agree. So for internships, A lot of people don't realize this, but some companies only hire and start interviews in the fall semester. So if you are looking for a certain company, let's say 3M, for example, Mm -hmm. they take their interviews at the end of September because they hire by Thanksgiving. So if you're looking to get into 3M, that is a very different answer than a lot of other companies. I personally accepted my internship before Thanksgiving last year as well, because I was looking right as school started. So my answer to when you should start looking for internships is right away. Now, depending on how many companies are interviewing you and looking to hire you, make sure that you do all the research that you can before you accept the company. I didn't realize how important that would be before I started my internship. And I'm wishing that I did a little bit more research before accepting.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, That's definitely... Good to know. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not always going to turn out great. I mean, sometimes those, you know, um, not as good experiences are just as important, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you can get good experience even if it
1: isn't what you were expecting.
0: Mm-hmm. But if absolutely, if you're
1: if you're looking for a full time job now, it's totally different because they have no idea what's going to be full time available six months in advance. So when you're applying for those full time jobs, you might want to wait closer to your graduation date to fully start applying and taking interviews and then make sure when you are interviewing with somebody that you have a clear deadline of when you are planning on accepting a position that way you can try to battle like the hey we need an answer in two weeks type of conversation
0: yeah how do you go about that because I um, we've talked about this before because I know that um, companies are always on different timelines and I think that that can be a little bit intimidating when you're the one almost like making demands in a sense to a company that's trying to get you a job. I mean, it can be a little bit intimidating for uh, students. So like, how do you handle that? Yeah, it's definitely intimidating. I mean, it's hard to get
1: used to a conversation where you are now treated as an adult as well. And for me, what I always said was, I don't want you to take this rudely, but I just want to make sure that I have all the research and understanding before I accept a position that I'm expecting to stay at for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you could respect that, I would very greatly appreciate extra time on my decision. And I'm planning on making a decision by this date. Now, mm-hmm. if they don't respect that or they try to push you, it's totally up to you on how you respond to that. I personally would take that as a Okay, um, I'll look into it. But if this is how they're treating me now, how am I going to be treated if I'm a full time employee?
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that can be a harsh, like, reality to accept because everyone wants to get hired, and so like mm-hmm. saying no to that can sometimes seem a little bit like counterintuitive. But there are more opportunities around the corner. Um, so like, it's so much better than just like hating. It as soon as you get there, I, I would have mm-hmm. to imagine. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's kind of
1: a hard conversation because you don't want to seem entitled. Uh, you're just coming out of college. You don't yeah. really have a ton of experience. So you can't put yourself that high up on a pedestal, but you do have to respect yourself mm-hmm. at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I think like respect and like words like transparent are like just really good ones to use that are like a pretty neutral tone. Like, that seems like that would just make that conversation go a lot easier
1: hmm I agree. But switching gears, Carly, we've been asked this question a lot of times, and granted, we hang out with salespeople, so it makes sense. But how <laughs> do we gain experience without having experience? Oh, that's the million-dollar
0: question. <laughs> I actually alluded to it last night in our um, first meeting. So if anyone... Was there and they're hearing this a second time we're just gonna drill it into your brain just that much more but um that is the question that i have been battling you know this this whole time it was like um to be honest like i applied last year as junior um in the fall for a internship where i really didn't have much experience other than like four years of serving at a restaurant under my belt um and just being a good student and i was really hoping that that would kind of carry me farther than it did um and you know to my surprise a little bit it didn't but also you know after thinking about it more it was kind of like yeah hindsight um that's that makes sense you know you you do need more experience but then the million dollar question is like how do you get that so you know actually through sales club is how i've found that i have gotten that and it doesn't only have to be sales club i mean anything where you can put yourself in like as close to real life scenarios as possible. So like role-playing competitions, just um, you know, creating like work that is like for show. So like if you have um you're like a graphic designer and you're um producing like these like pieces for shows or like events, that's great. You know, you want portfolio work. Mm -hmm. Um so anything like that where you can like put yourself in as close of a real life experience as possible. So our big thing is competitions. I did one competition in the spring and found that I had a much easier time interviewing just because I could actually answer their questions when they would ask me some. I mean, like, Brie, you've had some really good interview questions before, like if you want to share any of them, because a lot of them aren't related to school. Like <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they're- you spend most of your time here. I know it's so different.
1: I preparing for an interview at the moment and one of the questions that they told me that they would ask is when is the time that you learn something that wasn't required of you to learn why did you learn it and how did it help you and to me that's just so random because for the last four years all I've done is school you know Mm -hmm. I mean the last 16 years really so when (laughs) did I have time to go out and learn something that wasn't required of
0: me yeah. Or, I mean, I guess you could answer like all of school, you know, but they, yeah, I don't think that that's exactly the answer that they're looking for. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just you know. stuff like that, where it really makes you stop and think. And it's like, how has my like time in class really helped prepare me for the real mm-hmm. world? And like, I guess it's my brutally honest opinion is that like, I don't really feel like it has. Um, It's given me technical knowledge, you know, but <laughs> as far as like, interaction and like um you know just like the role-playing of what like your daily life would kind of be like totally it's such a different experience and
1: I mean really it is not like school at all the real world Mm -hmm. it'll definitely take an adjustment for all of us when we end up leaving but if you want a less big adjustment I couldn't think of the right word for that (laughs) then just join clubs and get the experience that you want before you leave
0: yeah, like a smoother transition is kind of mm-hmm. how I think of it. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it just it makes it so much easier. And I mean, just our theme that we're kind of running with this year that you'll hear us drive home is um, get comfortable being uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I mean, if if that's like out of your comfort zone, like coming to meetings, joining um, the competitions on the team to be on a team, or just doing like volunteer work, I mean, like if that pushes you out of your comfort zone, you're in the right spot, and keep doing mm-hmm. it. Because then eventually you will get comfortable and you'll have to strive for something new and that's how you grow.
1: It's so important because when you are out in the real world and you're trying to build up a rapport for yourself and a client list, if you need one, you need to be able to walk up to someone and just randomly start talking and start a conversation Mm -hmm. with them. And if you can't do that now, not a whole
0: lot's going to change in four years if you don't push yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is kind of like the... Um, the biggest thing that we're all still trying to explore and like figure out and navigate our way through here so um, and I mean, by no yeah. means
1: by no means do any of us have it all together either we're still Absolutely learning every day.
0: <laughs> we're still students too mm-hmm. I just I think about where I was just even like last year um, prior to being in sales club and you know, now, I mean, the main difference is you would not be listening to me right now doing a podcast (laughs) because I was terrified to speak to people. So Carly and I walked into the meeting at the
1: same time. We didn't go together, but we were the first people that we met at the whole meeting and we both stuck around. We did. Yeah. A lot can change in a full year.
0: (laughs) I was very scared because everyone (laughs) likes talking except for me.
1: (laughs) Well, our point is, is that you can gain experience through all the different organizations that you can join on campus and just really working on yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like you guys all have so many other questions that we want to talk to you about, like preferably in person, but like feel free to like email, reach out on LinkedIn, like anything at all. Um, Mm -hmm. We, Your questions are help us learn too. So we highly encourage them. Yeah, well, Carly, thank you for having me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much, Bree. I really appreciate all of your insight. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Well, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of After Office Hours. Take care. Bye.